Just the three of us this week. Just the three of no us. No chance of a fourth person showing up at any point. Just you and I and him. I listened to Big Willie style recently, the Will Smith album with the, the Just the Two of Us song on it. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. We were talking about middle school clothing last time, and I remembered a shirt I used to have. I remembered a couple really dorky shirts I used to have. One. We're using old bits, I see. <laughs> no, I'm expanding on old bits. No, uh, I had a, a Dwight Schrute t-shirt, like The Office, you know, from The Office. That's so cool. Was it, it like a picture of his face? Uh, no, it was like him flexing, and it said something about, do you have your tickets to the gun show? Hell yeah. I wore it once, and then some kid made fun of it, so I would never wore it again. Yeah, I'd make fun of that shirt, too. Yeah. I also had uh, a couple anime shirts. This bled into to high school, though. I had a t-shirt for Bleach, uh, which was really uncomfortable because it was just a massive like print on the front, but it was... Because um, it was it always sp- soaking with bleach, <laughs> just burning your skin. <laughs> well, it was like, uh, what is that called when it's just like a big decal on a shirt and it's like hard? Uh, skill? Sc- screen, prim- screen pressing? It was like that, yeah. It was like a big group drawing of everyone in the show. Yeah, I have one of those, but it's a Blade Runner shirt. Yeah, I have the same one, I think, with mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling on it. No, 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 it's like original Blade Runner. Oh, okay. I have the 2049 one. Yeah. And then um, I had one for the anime Trinity Blood, which was like a anime for girls uh, about vampires. I think any, other than Helsing, every anime about vampires is for girls. Mm. Every anime is for girls. Dragon Ball Z excluded. Dragon uh, Balls. Balls. Dragon, Dragon Balls. balls. <laughs> Dragon Ball Sack. Dragon Balls. Dragon, Dragon. Dragon, Dragon. Dragon Balls. Dragon My Balls Z. I found a 45 adapter for my turntable the other day. What was that Online. joke about, uh, like, dragging like balls across your forehead i don't know but when i was in first grade this fifth grader told me this funny story he's like yeah my grandpa calls it dragon with no ball z <laughs> <laughs> now you know a joke i'm talking about where it's so- like something something set up my nuts on your forehead you know that joke uh not very well oh it's pretty funny it sounds really funny <laughs> yeah it's like it's like hey buddy i'm gonna drag my ball sack across your face yeah I'd like to see you try it Kakarot <laughs> Kakarot Kakarot <laughs> <laughs> actually in the uncut version of Dragon Ball Z that's all Vegeta calls him is Kakarot <laughs> <laughs> do you guys remember uh, when I watched anime there was always older kids like yeah I watched the original version dude and like Goku smokes weed and bangs Chi Chi in it so, like, people are always making up shit that they don't do in, in anime like yeah, dude, like, go sitting at the table smoking cigarettes and, like, shut up, I'm not eating my milk. You're an asshole. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> huh. Yeah, the episode where Goku learns how to drive, he runs over Master Roshi. Yeah, yeah and they show his head, like, pop like a watermelon. <laughs> it's always... I remember my brother, like, yeah, dude, in the uncut version of Goku fighting um, Android 18, he, like, stabs her in the face with a knife. It's like, no, he fucking doesn't. <laughs> it's... Yeah, there's actually a whole like uh, plot line that's cut from the uh, from the normie version where they have to 
um, get all the Dragon Balls to bring Master Roshi back to life after Goku <laughs> And then when he comes back to life, he runs him the fuck up. But on purpose this time. I remember the big one was like, people are like, Cock. dude, in the next, later on in Naruto, he starts smoking weed. It's so cool. <laughs> And he uh, stops eating ramen and just eats candy. Yeah, it's like, what ha- they get to episode four twenty, and that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, or uh, what else happens in the uncut version of Dragon Ball Z? Cell, like he's got that big tail. It's actually a giant penis. And instead uh, of sucking people up into it, they have to suck him off. We were talking about um, school photos on the last one, and uh, I just remembered before I did the Devil Lock, I like balled up my mouth to look like in perfect cell. In a photo, so I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> like dressed in like a cardigan and like a like a shirt and tie, just making the stupidest fucking face possible. God. Almost a duck, like an inverted duck face. I was in an assembly once. Surprise, Joe! We're recording now. Oh, Joe is here. Get on mic right studio. now. In the in the studio. Yes. By popular demand. Surprise. Back. Joe Kaminsky, famous uh, rock star. Oh God! Famous incel Joe Kaminsky. That's yeah, true. Hundred percent can't confirm. I've never had sex, and I hate women. Mm. He's about to release his manifesto, and he eats about Live fifty tums a day. Joe, would you like to uh, give yeah. us a little excerpt from your incel manifesto? Yeah, sure. Give me one second. He's gonna read a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. I have it on my notes app on my iPhone. Trapped uh, stole these lyrics from. Here's him. a quote I really like uh, from it. I've got balls the size of grapefruits, and come Sunday, you're going to be spitting out the seeds. <laughs> <laughs> a personal nice, favorite quote. Nice callback. Those were that all does the, sound. Oh, I, I had another shirt I wanted to mention. Was I had two different Monty Python shirts. I had one for Monty Python and the Holy Grail. That uh, These all eventually became Brian's shirts, right? Yeah. And then I have one that was uh, it was from Jinx.com. That's where you got all, the, got all the nerd shirts back in the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. It was like a um, a knight on a horse and a word bubble that he just said knee. Oh, you I guys have a nice the... knee shirt. Yeah. I have a different one. It's just like an outline of the guy's helmet with like the antlers. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it just says, uh, I think it just says knee on it. Yeah. We got the knights who say knee. Yeah. It's pretty funny. It's a pretty good book. Uh, this is part of my manifesto. Uh, Frandor, hi-hat sound thin. Horns in some places either sound too loud or too quiet. Needs compression. Upswing. More distortion on max vocals. More guitar in. Reaching out section. Sounds too thin. Also, the heavier guitar sounds thin throughout the track. Reviewing AB, a scale. No notes. <laughs> that's that's a real incel move. A that review would be, of a scale. That would be Dang. like kind of funny if people are like, what what drove this man to shoot 14 people at the state fair? And then they read that and it's like... We're still, we're still really in the dark. <laughs> Wait, dang, gang vocals sound awkward. Might need to be some reverb. It's too dry. Guitar again, too thin. It needs when it gets heavy. Uh, not my friend. Max vocals are too loud. Nas- and mix metal guitar tone is not good. It's really distracting. So I can see that they didn't take any of these notes into account. They did some of them. Uh, there's a actually the, the first mix they sent me of it. Rolando's voice is like peaking during his entire verse, and I point that out, and they're like, "Oh fuck, it is." Talking about the new Trapped album. Yep. Uh, that's cool. You know what? I'm gonna put uh, some reverb on Joe's vocals for the next uh, five minutes. Amy talks vocals. Yeah. Put oh, some man. put some reverb on this. 
That was cool. I loved that. Any requests, David? Any requests? Uh, put vocoder vocals on mine so I sound like this. I sound like uh, Julian Casablanca. That should be in effect. Hey, David, you mind if I plug in my phone here? My battery died after reading my manifesto. Yeah, that's okay. Thank you. Yeah, just uh, give me five bucks uh, before we leave. Okay. We'll you got to pay that, that part of the electric yeah, bill. Yeah, Dan, I'm also charging Dan for all the electricity he's pumping here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, when, uh, so when we talked last week, uh, what were we talking about and what are we talking about this week? What's the, what's the plan? Well, last week we talked about middle school mostly. Well, last week we talked an hour or like 30 minutes ago. While we were in, um, while you were in the bath, while we were all in the bathroom, we were talking about, yeah, um, like brothers. Um, yeah. With the uh, light on. The red with light. the heat lamp and a, a steamy turd in the toilet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we were talking about uh, watching Steven anime Moore. anime as a kid and then older kids trying to tell you that there's like another version of the anime where they do like tons of violent shit. Did you ever encounter that? Like people uh, saying that like Goku stabs Android 18 in the face <laughs> with a knife. <laughs> no. Well, I do. Uh, I remember when I was a kid, oh someone told me that there was like a catch wind of what, what you laid down. So, so there is an edgy virgin, uh, version. Edgy of, virgin. <laughs> that's edgy, that's, that's uh, like are you talking about yourself? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a really. I was told there was a really like edgy dark version of Yu-Gi-Oh when I was a kid, and I was oh, like, great. ha ha ha, that's so funny. Mm -hmm. And then I watched it. It's a better version of Yu-Gi-Oh. It really is. Yeah. Yu-Gi kills people pretty brutally too. Mm -hmm. Your vision will be censored for life. Do you guys you remember that one where he like uh he like kind blurred out I don't know if he was like a pedophile or something his vision Yeah, he like makes a guy blind. Yeah. Yeah. Who blind? Oh, Pegasus? Mm, no, this it, this isn't like Yu-Gi-Oh season 0. Oh, this is season zero. 0. Oh yeah. Pegasus is a pedophile though. That Pegasus is a pedophile. Confirmed. He's definitely on the Epstein flight logs. Oh, 100%. <laughs> We're going to the Duel Island this weekend. Yeah, there's a deep fake photo of Jeffrey Epstein with the Millennium puzzle around his neck. <laughs> being oh, it's, it's being put on him by Pegasus. <laughs> Thanks for bringing me here, Jeffrey boy. <laughs> Uh, Just don't ask me to play that COD game, okay? I mean, yeah, they both have secret islands. Do you think... Where um, they gather, like, is, children. Wait, is Pegasus just Yu-Gi-Oh's version of Jeffrey Epstein? Kind of. Oh, is it Jeffrey Epstein or Epstein? I heard both. Is there it's uh, Epstein, like Frankenstein. Uh, oh, I also... I did look up how much the Robin Thicke failed album Paula is yes. going for on eBay. Uh, none, of, none of which are being sold in the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think the price is? Probably fifty. Two but, bucks. Like a cool fifty. Fifty bucks. Yeah. Two bucks. Ninety-nine cents plus shipping. Oh. Sealed. Okay. But like, if I wanted to import it, it's, it's like twenty dollars. Probably be like twenty dollars shipping. Okay. So technically, that is, uh, you know, I would be paying more for it than I would have when it came out. Yeah. Probably. Uh, I found there is a Target exclusive version with three bonus tracks, and I'm. Also, none available in the U.S., which is pretty crazy to me. It's weird. Maybe it sold better here. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it technically did. Yeah. I mean, it sold more than six copies. It's better. Sold eight. Yeah. I remember seeing it at Target when I was uh, there when, around the time it came out. I was like, ugh. Yikes. Hey, I got a question about CDs. Did, you, did your guys' parents let you get CDs with the explicit label on them? Yeah. Not at first. My parents didn't care. My parents let me buy a downward spiral with closer on it. 
So I don't think it had an explicit label, but you know what's on there. It might. Have I told you guys the story about my dad in Closer? I've heard the story, but I don't know if they have. Uh, I've heard it. You can tell it. I haven't heard it. I guess I'm telling We've it. We've all heard it, so don't don't feel feel free to not say anything on the mic. Um, when I was like in middle school, when I was getting into music, my dad's like, uh, was like, you should listen to this Nine Inch Nails album. It's one of my favorite albums. And then he like sat me down. And he's like, we're gonna watch this video right now. And made me watch the closer video with him. It's a cool video. And uh, I was like, why are you showing me this, Dad? <laughs> this is kind of weird. And he's like, yeah, look at that monkey on a cross. Do you don't, don't you get it? And I'm like, I'm twelve. <laughs> Yeah, the story's weird to me because my dad did literally the same thing. Well, he didn't show me the video, but he did sit me down and was like, hey, check out this song and play closer for me. When I was a kid, I was, like, really angsty. And I was, like, got an argument with my dad, and he's like, I think you should listen to Green Day's Dookie, and then gave me his CD of it. <laughs> you need to go, oh. Based on your emotional state. You need, to go, you need to go cool down, bucko. Go over in the corner and listen to Dookie. Yeah, for real. Go over in the corner and fucking pop a squat, take a Dookie. Listen to Dookie. I didn't know what Dookie meant when I got that CD. Neither did I. Because I think I asked my parents for it, and they were like, you want a CD called Dookie? Okay. I think Dookie, I think that that album eclipsed the word, like yeah. the definition of the word. Like, mm-hmm. people don't think of it as poop anymore. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just that album. Yeah. I had a classmate that also wouldn't wouldn't believe. He's like, no, there's not an album called Dookie. It's one of the best selling albums of the 90s. Motherfucker mm-hmm. doesn't believe that Dookie's a real album. Mm-hmm. Do you know the album was originally called Liquid Dookie? Wall. Called what? Uh, the original name of Green Day's 19 or 1994 album Dookie was Liquid Dookie. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a better name. They all diarrhea when they recorded it, apparently. So that's why they were going to call it that. And the label's like, well, let's you call it Dookie. But Liquid Dookie, that's a step too far. Well, that means the name's available, and you guys can call your next album that. Yeah. Liquid Dookie. Speaking of uh, you know, high-selling albums... I remember in high school, there was this kid that sat with us at the lunch table that we wanted to leave so bad. We tried so many different things to, like, get him to go. He was, like, a real metal bro. Oh, hell yeah. Like, well, uh, sweatpants, skeleton t-shirt every day kind of guy. We had, we had one of those guys at our lunch table, too. Oh, really? Yeah. And he had nowhere play, else to go. Yeah, they had, have nowhere else to go. They're basically, like, you know, lost souls. He would play. find their way to the beyond. Hmm. Yeah, like uh, Beetlejuice. This guy, <laughs> like... Okay, so I haven't seen him in, in quite a few years now, but even, like, throughout high school and a little bit after high school, like, he'd still try to hang out with me. I'm like, dude, I don't like you. He, uh, I think the reason why he took a liking to me is because we pl- would play... F- uh, play Fortnite together? No, no. We were on the football team together. The you one played year football, that I, Dylan? Yeah, I played football for one year okay. in eighth grade. We went 0-8. Hmm. We didn't win a single game. But it wasn't your fault. Huh? I, I was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, but you were yeah. pretty good, and you still went 0-8. Uh, I mean, I was the, the team sucked. Um, but, um, like, I remember there was one time he, uh, like, in the locker room, did, like, a Buffalo Bill and, like, tucked his dick and balls in. <laughs> and, like... Accidentally snapped his penis off. He, he tucked <laughs> him too hard. He was walking around the, the locker room. I think he called it, like... He had a name for his bit. Look, like, I'm Buffalo Buck. <laughs> no, he called it like, like the Billy Goat, where he, he tucked it in and like kind of bent over so his balls and <laughs> dick were sticking out his ass. Did he do a goat seat too? <laughs> do a what? He topped it off with a goat seat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 
we were like, we were like dude, what the fuck? <laughs> this is fucking weird. Wait, this is cool, right, guys? <laughs> Check a- it out. I'm going to do a jump. I'm going to land on him. <laughs> this is really do you guys weird. dare me to do this right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, please don't. Check it out. You guys dare me to connect the tip to my butthole? I have. What I was. And then there was one time, like, some of the football guys... Uh, we had a sleepover at somebody's house. I, I woke up and his dick was right in my face. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, guys, check this out. It's this funny. Like, Get your fucking dick out of my face. Look, he went, he, look, his face is by my penis. He's gay. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I really love that, like, middle school boy attitude of just, like, it's like the, it's like that. Dude, I rubbed my penis on your hand. You're gay. <laughs> yeah. That, that, where it's like, dude, you. You involuntarily touched my balls. That makes you gay. <laughs> oh no, it's true. I'm gay. I um, I want to get back to that story that I was telling about my metal guy, my metal man. Sorry, um, I stole your metal man thunder. Yeah, no, he hit us with the metal man. Um, so yeah, he he smelled bad, and he displayed uh the singles off the black album over his phone in the middle of the cafeteria. So it just all you can hear is. <laughs> Like, no riffs. He's just going. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. And then one day he switched. We would, we would do like he was like one of these like also like oh, swag is for boys, classes for men kind of guys. Yeah. One time uh, another friend of ours came over and he was wearing a fedora as a uh, as a gag and he was just like staring Yo. at the hat like transfixed like <laughs> oh my god like Patrick Bateman when he sees uh, Paul Owen's card in American Psycho oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> well, that off white color he uh so, so he's going board pattern <laughs> one day he switched up from Megadeth and Metallica to ACDC's Back in Black and he's like can't can't get enough of this album you know this is the number one album in history number one selling album and this one kid who we didn't even really talk to but we were we liked him more than uh this kid Let's like pop pulled out his phone and was like on the internet and he's just like, no, it says right here, Thriller by Michael Jackson. How it sold that album? Yeah, but ACDC sold more copies. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's insane. We just gave up on the topic and just kind of went moving. On. Well, actually, I'm pretty sure that Thriller isn't even the number one anymore. No, well, yeah, that was like 40 years ago. I assume there's no. Do you guys don't want to know? I'm I'm pretty sure because ACDC is number three now. It's the Eagles, right? Yeah, Eagles, Grace, Hits, I Volume 2. I mean, Eagles, two. yeah. Yeah, Eagles, Grace, Hits, Volume 2. Yeah. Speaking of Eagles, I just remembered something I might have mentioned on the other podcast when we were talking about that guy wiping uh, wiping the shit from his butt with the shower head. Is, um, <laughs> Brace and Alice is... Is still wiping? I don't know. I wouldn't call it wiping, cleaning. but go on. It's cleaning. Okay. Brace and Alice is uh, reading his newest novel on his podcast, like chapter by chapter. Yeah. And it's like a pseudo memoir sort of thing. I'm not gonna get too into it, but there's a chapter where he talks about his morning routines. Like, I wake up and the house is alone, so I quickly jerk off, and then the next day he's like, then I hop in the jacuzzi. So I'm imagining he's just wiping off and mm-hmm. he's just cleaning himself off in the jacuzzi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you guys watch that show Glee? No. No. Oh. That was a subplot in the first season was that the... the guy doesn't wipe his ass. Yeah. yeah and there's jizz in it. Then he gets in the jacuzzi with his girlfriend. She gets pregnant. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I got a, I got a story. Uh, I had a friend. Uh, Is that real? Can that actually happen? No, because it turns out it was actually she just had sex with another guy. Oh. And uh, she was the president of the chastity club also. 
Whoa. Wow. Drama. Yeah, That's fucking hot. Wow. What a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Make a good girl go bad. That's such an early 2000, <laughs> 2010s plot point. Is, For real. She's the president of the Chastity Club. Get, get this. She has sex. So it's like, why? Are, so we're trying to shame her now? For who's her? like, who's like, you know what? I'm going to start There's a, a chastity, chastity club. club. I'm going to start a virginity club. <laughs> what are you going to do? Just, literally, what it is. It, it, the chastity club is just, it's like her and then a bunch of incels. <laughs> just a bunch of, uh, Everyone's her and all, fe- and all of her simps. Yeah, for They're real. fiercely typing their manifestos. <laughs> yeah. She uh, makes them all wear chastity belts. Uh, actually, a girl can't be in this club because it's too tempting for us. A chastity club that could be dangerous. Now you know these. I think you should investigate chastity club. This is a potential incel terrorist organization. <laughs> Sleeper cells. Yeah. <laughs> Sleeper incels. <laughs> Sleeper incels. We infiltrated the chastity the chastity club sleepover. It got ugly. <laughs> Not to be confused with the chastity belt club, where everyone's just really into like stylish belts that. Uh, like the belt I'm holding right now. This is my chastity balls. belt. Yeah. I thought that said hard cock for <laughs> Hard cock champion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had the hardest cock around. Uh, David's belt says hardcore champion. It actually says hardcore hampion. Yeah. Oh, it does say hampion. Why is there paint all over that? Uh, the gimmick with this belt was that it was uh, Vincent Man gave it. Well, I'm not going to get into some wrestling. Well, yeah, I am actually. You get into it. Fuck it. Um, you paid Vince- money for that? Yeah, I did. How much money? Vince, well, the original, the actual belt is like uh, Mick Foley was given it in an angle where he's sucking it. Well, he's not sucking up, but he's trying to become buddy-buddy with Vincent Mann, but Vincent Mann hates him. He's like, listen, Mick, I'll give you a belt. And he gives him this belt, the Hardcore Championship, because it's just like a piece of shit. It's just the old WWF World Heavyweight Champion that's like been had a hammer taken to it mm-hmm. and like paint dropped all over it. So they, they sold those? Yeah. Like, kids wanted to buy the shitty belt? Yeah, that's, well, this is funny. the belt that people were cracking chairs over heads for. And it was, like, 20, <laughs> it was 24-7 on the line. Like, you could get pinned at any point. It was, like... That's awesome. There would be videos of, like, people waking up in their hotels getting pinned in a ref is right there. <laughs> <laughs> there was a... What's that video of... Uh, who were the two wrestlers? I think it was Stone Cold Steve Austin by and... Dr. Dre. Was it Booker T in a grocery store? No, it was Booker T. Uh, I don't know. Have you I seen know. That? I think I know what you're talking about, but it's I can't. one of the best wrestling videos I've ever seen. And like Stone Cold's like hitting this dude, and he's like giving all these horrible puns. It's just like, uh, oh, this milk's expired. He hits him in the head with this gallon oh, of milk. Yeah, I, I think I know what you're talking. There's another one. It's Mick Foley, The Rock, empty arena match, where um, The Rock <laughs> is eating popcorn, and he's like, he like takes a bite of it, and he's like. Too much salt, and he just dumps it all over mankind, and they're just like throwing dishes at each other in like the banquet center. Uh, oh, I, I did have a story to tell about uh, locker room hijinks from my my younger years. Can I See, I was never in the locker room. Yeah, I think or I shared ahead. one a couple episodes ago where the lock on my locker got stolen. That's a nightmare. Uh, I had a friend in. I, I wasn't really friends with him. I just knew him uh, in middle school. Uh, I don't want to say his his name, so let's just call him Dan. Okay. <laughs> and me. Joe stole so, his lock. So I so I stole the lock on his locker in the locker room. Dan thought it'd be funny to get completely naked and just dance around the locker room. That is really funny. And uh, Dan was like a chubby boy. Yeah. And we also had a substitute teacher for gym class that day. Uh, and he's like dancing around and doing like you know the dick uh, helicopter. helicopter. He's helicoptering around, <laughs> and well, and I'm just like crying, laughing because people are chanting, "Dan's got a shrinky dink." <laughs> as this is all happening. 
And then he's like shaking his ass against this door, and then the door opens. It's the substitute teacher, and he's twerking on the substitute teacher. And then he's just like, "What are you doing?" And then Dan turns around, covers his <laughs> covers his balls, covers his shrinky ding, covers his shrinky ding, and then just starts like fake crying, and then runs away. Were you fake crying? Yeah, he was just like, "Oh no, I'm so embarrassed," and then ran away, and. uh it was a really strange end to that, like, five minutes of hilarity. Uh, I mean, if that happened right now, it's like at, at my at my cold, hardened age of 25. It'd be awesome. It'd be, it'd be so cool. You should try that next time you're at work. Yeah. Try that Try that one on Paul. <laughs> um, shake your ass at Paul. Shake my ass at Paul. <laughs> He'd love it. I'm trying to find who who the fuck this uh, Stokeled Steve Austin grocery store match was. Mm, I can picture it. I don't know. I think wrestling sucks, though. Uh, I think uh, that's the wrong opinion. I think Damn, it's a, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. It was you who was dancing naked around the locker room. I know it's like a huge uh, boon. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a what? It's, uh, it's like a bad look to not like wrestling now as an adult, but... It was Booker T. I was right, it was Booker T. Yeah, it's probably like the alliance era of WWE versus WCW and ECW. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big wrestling guy, but when I do watch it, I really enjoy it. But I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it myself. Yeah, I only ever just played like the PS2 games. Mm-hmm. Were those cool? Those are sweet. Yeah, they were sweet. You didn't even like those, Dan? Uh, Actually, yeah, I did play one. It was kind of fun. Yeah. I would just play them at friends' house. Oh, Joe, Joe, is your smell and taste back to normal now? No, I can't smell or taste anything still. Like anything? Like not even a little bit? Nope. Yeah, you can. No. That's not what you told me before. No. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, hey, off mic. Can, 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 you, can you shut the fuck up? I'm trying to do a bit here, okay? Okay, yeah, no, I can't smell or taste anything. Lion Joe. <laughs> Got a lion Joe. Loose lips. See, I mean, okay, No, so... I actually cannot smell right now. I can taste again, but I cannot smell anything still. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, we criticized Joe before in the past on an old episode for making stuff up. And he wasn't here to defend himself, so now he is here to defend himself. Defend what do you got to say for yourself, loose lips? Okay, I zoned, I'm not the one calling him a liar this time. I zoned out because I just couldn't breathe Oop. for a second. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you saying that you can't eat? You can't taste? I, I can't eat. <laughs> no, uh, I, I can taste. I can't smell anything. Honestly, if you, gotta, if you had to get rid of any of the senses... David, you got like yeah, one long it. hair coming out of your. Oh, chin. I'm growing it. <laughs> uh, you, it's actually kind of fucked up because it's like uh, I'll like pull milk out of the fridge and I'll be like have to call in my roommates to smell it because I do not know if it's expired. Smell this damn milk. You don't read the expiration date. I mean, I do, but it's like, oh man, you never like also just smell your milk just in case. No, because expiration no, dates are sometimes milk. wrong. Because I'm not an animal. No, like you get, you have like a solid ten days after the expiration date. Everybody Technically, man is the most dangerous animal, Daniel. Actually, I, I need to. Uh, uh, you got some chunky milk last time I was at your apartment. Yeah, it was I, chunky. I, the milk I have right now in my fridge is probably. I think it expired on like Valentine's Day. Mm. We were recording this on March. Disgust. The best. In the best part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's oh, one it's, day too, too Oh, yeah, it's my my sister's birthday in a couple of days. I gotta get her something. Are you gonna get a record for your sister, Joe? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get her the new Taylor Swift album, Evermore. Get her some vinyls. Do that, um... Stop. Don't you say that word. 
Everyone says it. No. It might not. as well be normal now. They, no, they shouldn't say Normalize it. saying vinyls, everybody. <laughs> it already is. Well, let's keep that just going. Got I really gatekeeper yeah, Joe. Yeah, let's not over let here. these It's just not a word. White men like <laughs> Joe stopping us from saying vinyls. So people who don't know that the plural of vinyl is just vinyl. If you say vinyls, it's just not a word. I don't know. It's just like do you say sheeps? Mooses. Yeah, do you say mooses? I say sheeps and mooses. Because I'm silly. You silly I'm silly bitch. like that. I'm a silly fucking guy. Because I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about jail. I don't care. Yeah, I love That's the best scene. <laughs> Joe, let me tell you something. If you don't get my money, I'm going to crack your skull wide fucking open. And by the time you're coming out of your coma, hopefully. You put on an axe right now. <laughs> I'll be coming premise? out of jail. And I'll be right there to put you right back in that fucking coma. Because I'm fucking stupid. I don't care about jail. <laughs> I love that line. It's so funny. That's from Casino. Fucking it goes from Casino. Yeah, oh, dude, my dad loves that movie. You should watch it. It's really I, good. I, it's good. I, I, I watched yeah. it once. I it's seen awesome. That movie. I like it a little bit more than Goodfellas. Wait, it's, wait my Casino spoiler is Casino the one with the car bomb? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's right at the beginning. Casino. That's not really a spoiler. Okay, no, I can't remember. It, I can't remember if that was Goodfellas or Casino. Mm-mm. Well, cars explode in Goodfellas too, though. A lot of cars. A explode. lot of cars. A whole lot of them. But that's a flashback scene. Okay, so. What what cars had what sh- what movie has more cars exploding, Goodfellas or The Fast and the Furious? I haven't actually seen any of the Fast and Furious probably movies the Blues yet. Brothers. Probably Crash the movie. There's probably fifty cars that explode in that movie. I'm just waiting for F nine. Fuck nine. Fuck nine. No. <laughs> yeah, why don't they just call it that? The Fast Fucking Furious. The <laughs> Fast <laughs> Fucking Furious. Fuck nine. No. Fucking nine. There's probably a, a porno fucking parody. Knife. Where they just they're oh they just get in the back of a, a like a ninety six Taurus and bang. There's this guy who lives in this building who's obsessed with his like S E Windstar van. Like he's always washing it and like checking on it. It's weird. Uh, my old coworker once told me uh, I was like I said I liked his car, and he's like yeah it's a pretty nice car. My son was conceived in the back seat. And the employee's like right there. I was like all right dude, that rocks. Let's talk about car banging for a second. I'll talk about car banging. Um, Last time I was here, I saw people fucking in their car uh, right next to where I parked currently. Yeah, we were standing outside the car looking in. I remember that. Mm. I was just like, yes, yes, you get it. You get it, you man. Did I ever tell the story on here um, when I was uh, fucking in my car? Um, I was just jerking off. Uh, <laughs> well, I was no. fucking myself uh, in my car. I, uh, 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 so there's this real like shitty park that like people... like just go and park their cars to do whatever hoodlum shit. They park their 57 Cadillacs there. <laughs> now, back in my day, Jack, we would park our cars oh. down, down by the river. Uh, but so there's this park down by the river. And they uh, would fuck. The, uh, yeah. Uh, I would go there and, and, and fuck. And there's this one time, it was like midnight. Uh, stop me if you've heard this one before. If I've told it on the podcast. I've never heard a story no, about you fucking in your car, Dylan, so keep going. And, um, I've heard every one. And, um, I record them when you tell me. <laughs> David was there for all of them. I record the... the I was fucking David I'm outside the window like... <laughs> Thumbs um, up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, baby! <laughs> you do it! You're the best! You're, you're the king! I'm just hyping. <laughs> you're the king, <laughs> You got this. Go! 
After you finish, he's like, here's your crown. Here's your crown, King. I'm like the boxing trainer. <laughs> you're going to eat pussy, and you're going to fuck her ass. Now I'm going to have to cut your <laughs> eye open. I'm like, but, I'm, but cutting, so, I'm, cu- I'm insisting on cutting Dylan's eye open. <laughs> cutting my balls open. <laughs> Getting too swollen. <laughs> uh, Move on. Uh, so, um, uh, yeah, it, it's like midnight. I'm at this real shitty park down by, by the river. Fucking... And um, it's like Titanic, like windows are all steamy and stuff. And um, and you're sinking. And like um, this, this car, like this real big loud truck rolls up like right next to my car. I'm like, we're in the back. So like, I roll the back window down and um, this dude's got like one of those, like, you know, those like tow grills, like yeah. those big like grills that you tow in the back of your truck. He's got one of those on the back of the truck. He's like. Yo, y'all want any hot dogs and burgers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, I was like, like no, um, you gotta count them though. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Lame. Uh, yeah, he, he yelled that. I was like, psych, just kidding. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's like, so yo, y'all want any hot dogs I'm, and burgers? I'm stealthing in here. <laughs> he's like, yo, y'all want any hot dogs and burgers? I'm like, I'm good. Do you want anything? She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, thanks, man. We're good. And then I gave her the hot dog. <laughs> uh, gave her the, I know. I was there recording. Get, get all raw dog. <laughs> uh, um, oh, God. With the chili. Me and Dylan are kind of like Willem Dafoe and the other guy in uh, Autofocus, the yeah. Paul Schrader movie. Mm-hmm. Um. I yeah, understand I, the reference, David. I, I don't know. Yeah, that was just to you. I was pitching yeah. that straight to you. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know that. Kiwi's looking real strange right now to me. But I was At talking you? to No, she's uh, just like all bunched out where she's looking kind of like a ball. Oh, yeah. That's but I was talking sucks. to one of our mutual friends the other day. I forget how we got on the conversation about like um, like car fucking in your 20s and like... In your 30s. It's like, come on. Uh, specifically, we were talking about like... What do you uh, mean come on about it? Like, you're an adult. Oh, yeah. Like, find a bed. Yeah. Get a room. Uh, Take off in your car. Wait, real quick. Sorry to cut you off, David. Um, show of hands. No, no, no. David, you finish the story, then we can talk about okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you've been in it. You've been cutting Bill Lambeer in all my damn stories. <laughs> this is my goddamn show. <laughs> Listen. Okay. So, I had the house to myself one night, and as you guys probably remember, at my parents' house, the computer was in the. Living room. The living room. So the porn area was in the living room, basically. <laughs> and uh, I had the house to myself, so I was just going to treat myself. Um, just important. Important backstory. This was at an era where my dad was allowing his uh, childhood friend who was homeless to occasionally crash at our place. And he'd just come and go as he pleased. Keith? Yep, Keith. I'll say his name on the on the pod. Keith. Keith V. Keith Richards. And he, I forgot that he may or may not. I wasn't really aware that he was in and out so much. I was like, he's probably not here and so i'm sitting at the at the computer completely naked a completely naked beat sesh mm-hmm. and uh all of a sudden i hear like foot- completely naked beat footsteps sesh. and i hear hey brother and i turn on keith like turns around and walks out <laughs> and I'm, I'm just like drop down and put all my clothes hey what's going on man <laughs> like he didn't catch me at all <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh that sounds like a fucking nightmare, I'm going to say. Yeah, it was the worst moment ever. <laughs> Show of hands. You ever jerk off while you're driving? I've, like, edged a little bit while I'm driving, but I've never busted ready? while driving. Three, two, one. 
That's what I thought. Okay, let's keep it that way, hands boys. In, eight hands in the air. Not that oh, reckless. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, we're going to keep this anonymous. <laughs> okay. All 12 of us are raising our hands. Raise we're going to put hand. out a poll on Twitter um, if you've ever jerked off while you're driving. Mm. Okay. Actually, listeners, call in right now. We're going to have you live on the air. Okay, raise your hands if you've ever killed somebody in your car. Three, two, one. Okay, good. Let's keep let's keep those numbers up, baby. <laughs> let's keep those hands in the sky. Um, Wave them side to side. Uh, couple. Ro- uh, sorry, what were you gonna say, Dylan? I was just, just gonna say Roadhead is the best. Oh, no, I'm a bit bigger Moosehead right. fan. Your uh, your your uni- uh, experiences are not universal, Dylan. Mm-hmm. What you never give Roadhead? <laughs> never give Roadhead. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. gotta, okay, be honest. Have any of you guys gotten Moosehead before? Moosehead is like from behind the back seat, right? Yeah, so the back the person in the back seat is sucking off the person that's in the driver's seat. <laughs> no, moosehead. What? Hey, have you guys not heard of this? No. It's a thing, yeah. It's uh, called Moosehead. We'll, we'll add that to the book, Amazon style Moosehead. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dan, you're the one who told me about the this. The official sex guide. You're no. like, it's the best. No. <laughs> it's the best. Only with a real moose, though. It's the best to be giving the moose. Seal's teeth. <laughs> um, that reminds me, though, uh, for some reason, of uh, the first camping trip. Uh, me and Joe and some other people went on. When you all gang banged a moose. Yeah. Shit rocked. Well, it was us. It was me, Joe, and then our friends Adam and Andrew in one car, and then our friends Chris and his girlfriend in another separate car driving. And I remember they were following behind us, and an old couple cut them off. You remember this? No. They cut them off, and they got next to us, looked at us, and laughed. Like, yeah, did you see what we just did to them? And they were, like, kind of, I think they got kind of lost because of this. And they were, like, <laughs> laughing about it hysterically. Wait, who? Wait, so an old couple cut them off? Yeah, and then got next to us laughing about it. Oh, that's funny. I don't I don't remember that happening. That's fun. Yeah, it was a wild time. Back to Is Moosehead. that the time I, I, it was, was that the camping trip where I slept in the, the rained out tent? Mm-hmm. See you and Andrew. Yeah, uh, and I woke up and Andrew was cuddling me. He, he woke claims up, he didn't, but he did. You woke up and Andrew's balls were in your face and was like, oh, like, oh you're, gay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you're fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, dude, my cock's in your mouth. You're gay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we went Look, camping. Look, my bully cock is in your mouth. <laughs> we went camping and then it, like we had this like horrible rainstorm like the second we got our tent set up. And so we all just uh, slept in, in our cars, and I was just sweating my ass off. And I was like, fuck it. I'm sleeping in the rained-out tent. I, it's too hot in here. And then our friend Andrew was like, yeah, I'm, I'm in it with Joe. I'm sleeping in the tent. And I like I, I fell asleep with my feet in a puddle. Like, And I woke up, Andrew was like next to me, naked, balls in my face. He's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty funny, right? And you also had trench foot. Yeah, I got trench in the foot. Puddle. Uh, speaking of cuddling you, Joe, uh, do you remember when we met Jeff Rosenstock at L Club and I was, like, rubbing your back? No, I don't remember that. I remember meeting Jeff Rosenstock at L Club and... I, I kind of was, like, blanking out, and I don't know why. I just had, I just needed to do something with my hands, so I think I started rubbing your back. I didn't realize I was doing it until I was, like, 30 seconds in. 30 seconds in. I'd been rubbing it for a minute, yeah. Uh, I remember when we took our photo together, he was like, we have the same haircut. As I guess we do. <laughs> what about um any any good experiences at Max Bar, Joe? We, we were talking about Max Bar a couple weeks ago. Never, not one. You you voiced. Uh, I've never been to Max Bar. You said you, you wish you'd been, been on Bar? the episode because mm-hmm. you wanted to talk about something. Oh yeah, I can talk about it if you want. 
Well, you gonna? Well, do you want to? Oh yeah, if you guys want to hear it. Yeah. Well, do you do you want to? If you want to hear it. Uh, yeah, because we, we you guys were talking about uh, experiences meeting musicians, and uh, I've been to Max Bar a handful of times and met nearly everyone I went to go see. Mm-hmm. Uh, never Mac though. Never, never the titular Mac. Okay, basically, uh, I was in a band that opened for uh, my favorite one is this, is this story. Uh, I was in a band that opened for uh, Chris Farron, yeah, uh, who was a musician and an artist. Uh, we opened for him. It was a really good show. Pretty good crowd. Good set from us. I I thought, and the show is over. His set happens, and then it's time for uh, the payout. So we're talking to the the promoter. You got a gun. Uh, about money. I put my gun on the table, and I was like, listen here, fucko. It's going in your face if you don't give me the goddamn money right now. All the money. Uh, the band that played before us didn't get paid. Uh, it was one of those... It wasn't a pay-to-play show. Fuck pay-to-play shows. But, like, if you didn't sell any tickets, you just didn't get any money. And I'm like, that's kind of fucked up, but also kind of fair, I guess. So this band didn't get any money, and then they were, like, screaming at Chris about it. And we were just like... So it was, like, Chris, the promoter, and then us... And this other band, it was just a yell. I was like, "What the fuck? We fucking played our asses off up there!" And they're like, "We didn't sell any tickets. You didn't sell a single one." Uh, like, so you just like play to a big crowd for like uh, promoting it at all. So I'm talking to Chris after we get paid privately, and he's like, "Hey, did you guys get paid?" And I said, "I I, I really don't know how much we got paid, or that's being handled by our singer right now. So I don't really know." And he's like, "Okay, well, I want you to have this." And he like slips me like three hundred dollars. Dang. Like in a wad of cash. He like he hugs me and like slips it into my sleeve of my shirt. And I was like he's like I he's like I don't want to be the bad guy. I got paid too much money. He told me how much money he made and I was like, That's a lot of money. He was dressed like Daredevil and he's like, I'm not the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the bad guy. <laughs> uh and I was like, Oh man, uh thanks. Uh Thanks, I, Daredevil. I yeah, I was like, Thanks, Daredevil. So I go I go to load out and I like show the rest of the band this money I was like hey I was given this money also if Chris Farron ever hears he's gonna be like what the fuck I told him never tell anyone <laughs> uh, I'm not the bad guy you got to do the Spider-Man joke you got to be like did anyone lose a wad of $20 bills <laughs> $20 bills cause I found the rubber band I think we'll lose a, a wad of rubber bands cause I found $20 bills did anyone get handed a wad of cash from Chris Farron cause I found the wad of cash <laughs> from Chris Farron <laughs> <laughs> I found Chris Farron uh uh, so I go out tell the band, and they're like, oh, we got paid, like, I think we got paid, like, $400 or something. He's like, so we don't need that money. Like, go give that back to him. Because we don't want to be on this bad end of, like, we got paid, then we took extra money from the the headliner. We just didn't want, we thought it would be a bad look. Mm. Yeah. So uh, we go back, I go back in, and I'm like, I see Chris, and he's, like, talking to some people. I wait in, I wait in line. I talk to him again. And he's like, he looks at me, and he's like, his vibe is very off. He's like, I don't want to be talking to this person right now. I feel like I know what's about to happen. And he's like, hey, you. <laughs> and I was like, hey, Chris, we're going to get going. And, uh, and I'm like, I have like, the money in my sleeve. And I was like, I try to shake his hand. And I, he, he knows the, the game I'm trying to play. <laughs> and like, he like kind of slaps my hand away. He's like, give me a hug. <laughs> so he comes and hugs me. And he's like, and I, I, like, I'm also explaining. I was like, thanks, but we don't really need it. We got paid. Yeah, like a chick. You should have slipped it in his like back pocket. So, he, so okay. So, so here's the thing. He goes to hug me, and he whispers into my ear. He's like, "You're gonna take the fucking money, and you're gonna fucking walk out that door, 
and you're gonna not talk to me again. Wow. Okay. Okay. And then he like, I was like, it was really intense. And then he like, op- like opens up from the hug to probably like, you know, arms like the part, and he goes, "Thanks for coming to the gig." <laughs> <laughs> That's so wild. And uh, then I left. Didn't he think? Uh, okay, maybe I'm getting this mixed up with someone else. But didn't he think you were in the other band? No. No. Oh. Well, he was kind of confused when I got there because when we we got there, he recognized me from seeing him so many times, mm. and he's like, "Oh, hey, uh, we're not open to like the public." <laughs> oh man, Paul and I was and I was real like rock star, man. and I was like, "Oh, uh, I'm in the opening band." And he says, "I can't escape you, can I?" <laughs> and I was like, "Nope." And my girlfriend's like, on the way there, she's like, "Don't say anything weird to him. Don't say, don't make him uncomfortable. Don't ask him any stupid questions." And after he says, like, I can't escape you, and I looked at her, and I look at him, I was like, hey, Chris, what do you think of Spider-Man? <laughs> He's like, I-, I don't know. He's like, do you have any thoughts on the 1994 animated series of Spider-Man? They always talk about Spider-Man for 20 minutes. These are all the same questions I asked Ariel Pink when I saw him. Thanks for sharing, Joe. No yeah, problem. One of many Chris, Chris Farron interactions that we've had. There's one other story uh, I have years. with him where it involves a lot of weed. Yes. Uh, that one, I it's don't... the same story, but instead of a lot of hundreds, it's like you're gonna take that fucking weed and you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna take it across the border. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna you're gonna drive and you're not gonna look back. You're gonna shove this up your ass. You, gotta, <laughs> you have a new life. You're gonna shove this up your ass. And you're gonna you, drive across the border and you're gonna deliver it to this man named Rocco. <laughs> you work for me now. And then he, arms like the party said, "Thanks for coming to the gig." <laughs> go go go. <laughs> uh, so the the Tinder saga continues. Um, Oh, you can't find milfs on Tinder. Yeah, well, no, I I look for 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 milfs when I'm doing my delivery route. Um, oh, the I, wine I milfs? thought milfs would be looking for me, but Cast now I'm wide net. Yeah. Um, uh, so, anyways, I was on Tinder. I was talking to this girl I matched with. Uh, she's only in town uh, for like a week or so. How long did you match with her then? Huh? Because she's in town. Oh, she was already in town. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and. Um, uh, yeah, she was like, "Yeah, I'm just like staying with my parents out on like in like this part of the state for a little while. I just had a surgery." I was like, "Oh, like, what kind like, of I'm, like I'm sorry to hear. Like, are you doing okay?" She's like, "Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm 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 feeling a lot better now." I was like, "Well, like, what kind of surgery do you did you have?" She's like, "Oh, I got a tit job or a boob job." I was like, "I was like, oh." Cool, like <laughs> very nice. Uh, <laughs> that's very nice. You're just like hell yeah, that rocks. Um, nice. uh, I was like, I was like, pardon me for asking, but like, did you like, what did you like, did, like just go up a size? She's like, no, actually, I downsize. Mm-hmm. They were too big. I was like, wow. And he didn't reply. Yeah, and then I. You're <laughs> like, I'm never gonna talk to you again. <laughs> like small, no. Uh, but I don't think I've ever heard it. Uh, uh, I'm sure it happens. But it happens really... like more often than you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's some people have to get it done. Yeah, some people because they have like a spinal issue because of it. Mm-hmm. Like me. Uh, <laughs> that's all I got. That's cool. So the story is, uh, so the the story is basically talk to girl. Girl says titty job. I say what type of titty job? She says small titty. I say no, no, no. No, I didn't say no, no, no. I kept trying, but it didn't. I said pics, pics, pics. <laughs> no, no, no. Before and after, please. I said pics or it didn't happen. Fair yeah. point. I like responding to, like, when people would share on Facebook, like, I'm at this show. I like to respond and say pics or it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. 
it frazzles some people. I, I don't dude. take pictures of anything. Yeah, I, I just uh, they're like I, I, I'm at. The, I can't take a picture while I'm here. I feel I'm like I can believe me. Whenever I go to concerts, like yeah, I think I might take some pictures. I take two pictures at the before the show even starts, and then take I just never. Like, I take a picture of, like the toilet <laughs> and like the sidewalk. Yeah, I take like. <laughs> I, you, I take, know, you know I take a picture of the toilet. Take up a selfie of me outside the building and then a picture of the stage and then that's it. It's like, had a great time and it's just those two pictures. <laughs> I, I Yeah, I, I don't really like taking pictures at shows. I usually take, like, if I meet someone, I, I, I like to take a picture with them. I always like... Or I, take, I, I, I do the thing, take a picture of, like, the marquee. Yeah. Well, I think I got a picture of Tyler, the creator, at the, when I saw him on the Igor tour that was, like, just when he started and he was just standing on stage. That's cool. And that's it. I got a photo of Father John Misty doing the same thing when he walked out. I got a, a good pic of Iggy Pop on the uh, post-pop depression tour. Of uh, Don't I always forget you were at that show? With me. Yeah, yeah, me, you, your dad, uh, Adam. Remember when we came back from that show and, and like came back to that like full-on domestic disturbance on your block? Yeah, that was pretty wild, right? Yeah, and like we had to call the, the or, or no, no. No, we didn't call the police. The cops were already on their way. You and, call, uh, they were there, and you're calling them. Like, yes, and then the cops it. surrounded us. Yep. That was weird. I remember talking to my neighbor, who, the one who called the cops, and she was like, why are you guys like out so late? And we're we're like, just, oh, we just saw Iggy Pop. She's like, I love Iggy Pop. It's <laughs> so like, do you guys like Patti Smith? Yeah, oh, yeah. I was uh, like, whoa, this is crazy. She's yeah. real punk. Yeah, no, like we got back to Joe's house, because that's where we all met up before the concert. And, uh, like, we were all getting out of our cars and, like, about to get back to our own. And then we heard from down the block somebody just yell, Help! And we were like, Oh, uh, should we help? Uh, they were just singing along to the Beatles. Yeah. <clears throat> help, help. Somebody, help. That, was weird. that was probably happening at the exact same time that Josh Homme had that. There was that video of Josh Homme yelling at that guy trying to get stuff signed by him. Yeah, yeah it probably was at the, same at the time. after show. So that show. Still don't know what to make of that situation because, like, I thought the guy was legitimately there with his son or something. No, it was like some. I think he was being harassed. Like people were trying to like get stuff signed so they could flip it, and then one guy came up who just like wanted his son wanted a photo or yeah, yeah. The guy was outside. The, like, like I think Josh went out for like a smoke or something. Yeah, and this guy like approached him. It was among, like, other people who were trying to flip stuff, but I think this one guy maybe wasn't trying to. Yeah, from from my understanding, this guy had... Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, sucks for that guy. Yeah. Uh, Josh Homme, notoriously really nice guy to everyone. Yeah, Josh Homme kicked the guy in the face, actually, for that, like, while playing guitar. He's like, here, hold this camera. (laughs) Let me get my guitar out. You want to see me play guitar? (laughs) Here's a good picture for you. Bam! (laughs) And that wasn't the same night that you tried to meet Iggy Pop and get him to sign the book? No, that was a different night. Oh, that was like a different show around the same time. That was the Gimme Danger movie uh, Q&A. Right, at the, yeah. At, at the DIA. Yeah. I, uh, Which you were at? I don't remember. I was at, I went with Brian, and uh, we went to the DIA. We saw Gimme Danger, great film. I was there too. It was cool. Were you not with us though? Um, I don't know. I was with my parents. Or was, so. I, was I by myself and you were with Brian? I think you were by yourself and then... Okay. Anyway, yeah. And it was Jim Jarmusch and Iggy Pop where they were doing a Q&A. Great q and I remember this one guy was like... His whole question was just... He was like, Detroit 1969! <laughs> and uh, he was like, hell yeah. What a question. <laughs> it, it was pretty cool though because there was like... 
Iggy Pop is trying to remember the name of a song or something. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, what was that band? And then someone was like, oh, Fruit of the Loom. Like some obscure local band from the time. I remember he was just like, I can't remember the band's name. I remember they had a song that the chorus was just, blow me, blow me, blow me, blow me, blow me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And after that, we, uh, me and Brian tried to go to Third Man Records and meet Iggy Pop and get him to sign the, the book that just came out around the same time. And uh, it, it was kind of time so you had to choose one or the other. Yeah. Like, But we were like, we're not going to park at the DIA. We're just going to like sprint from the DIA to Third Man and get in line we're gonna be able to make both so we saw the Q&A it was great like we left before it kind of, I left before it kind of ended like they were like we have one more question I heard the question I was like this question kind of sucks Brian let's go mm. uh, and we dipped and like we're running to the third man and we get in line and then they're letting people in and then they get to the guy right in front of us and he's and the guy at the door stops him he's like we're at capacity yeah buddy and we're like yeah. what we're at capacity hey uh we're at capacity. This is Joe Swanson here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we get stopped, uh, and then people get, like meet Iggy, get their book signed, and then they leave. And then a bunch of people are leaving, and they're like, "People are leaving. Fucking let us in." There's like seven more people in line, and he's like, "Sorry, we're at capacity." He's like, "No, you're not anymore. People are leaving." And uh, versus the guy in front of us, like asked for the manager, and the, the guy came out and talked to them. He's like, "Okay, like twenty people left. Just like let like like one or two people in." So that guy gets in. And then I get let in, and then they stop Brian, and they're like, we're at capacity. And I was like, I'm not going to go in without Brian. That's fucked up. But you did it anyway. I did it anyway. <laughs> no, I, I got out of line, and I left. Uh, Brian, like, was, like, screaming in this dude's face, like, this doorman's face, called him a fucking prick and spit on his shoes. What? My brother did Yeah. <laughs> it was the most intense I've ever seen Brian. Like, this is the, the one thing stopping him from meeting Iggy Pop. Yeah. Is Joe Swanson. His, and, <laughs> yeah, and it was uh, it was really intense that I was like, yeah. All right. Ryan grabbed him out of his wheelchair, threw him on the ground. That's <laughs> really fucked up. I remember that story. That's really what when Brian grabbed a dude out of his wheelchair and threw him no. on the ground, <laughs> no, spit on him. Different story. Uh, you fucking prick! So he did. It was crazy. <laughs> fucking prick! You gotta be rolling around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Too bad. Well, we're uh we're at about time. So, you want to uh you got you got anything to plug, Joe? Yeah. His ass. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, stopping the recording oh, oh, now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking high five. God damn it! One uh, more time. You can't be a sick uh, bird. You guys have been working on a, a new album. Yeah. Uh, if, if people who don't know, uh, most people probably know. Uh, me and Dylan are in a band together, and we're currently making a an album. Mm-hmm. They're in the studio right now with Snoop Doggy Dog and the Pound. Snoop Doggy Dog and the Pound, baby. If you, if you have any name suggestions, uh, for the so, album? No, for the band oh, and yeah. for the album. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I want to call it LP One. Uh, hit us up, uh, <laughs> tweet at us if you think it's a bad idea. Even though it's the second album, tweet at us. <laughs> hey, the fourth uh, Violent Femmes album is called Three. Mm. That's good for the Violent Femmes. Call it LP Five Science Fiction Very Limited. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a wrap.